What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, friends. Dr. Joseph Brasher coming to you again here today. We are here on day 10 of our Advent podcast and uh, excited to be able to share with you again. And so we're going to be reading just a a few passages here. And so uh, let me just read these for you. I'm going to be reading out the New International Version. We're going to be in 2 Samuel 7, 8 through 17, Numbers 24, 17, and Revelation 22, 16. Uh, So let me read these to us, and then I'll give you some comments. All right, here we go. It's 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 8 through 17. It says, Now then, tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Almighty says, I took you from the pasture, from tending the flock, and appointed you ruler over my people Israel. I've been with you wherever you have gone. I've cut off all your enemies from before you. Now I will make your name great like the names of the greatest men on earth. And I'll provide a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did at the beginning and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you that the Lord himself will establish a house for you. When your days are over and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, your own flesh and blood, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom. Verse 14, I will be his father, and he will be my son. When he does wrong, I will punish him with a rod wielded by men and with floggings inflicted by human hands. But my love will never be taken away from him as I took it away from Saul, whom I I removed from before you. Your house and your kingdom will endure forever before me. Your throne will be established forever. Nathan reported to David all the words of this entire revelation. This is Numbers 24, verse 17. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star will come out of Jacob. A scepter will rise out of Israel. He will crush the foreheads of Moab, the skulls of all the people of Sheth. Revelation twenty-two sixteen. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. Now, in these passages, we have three different ways in which we see the promises of God being fulfilled. Now, kind of jumping to Numbers 24, we have the prophecy of Balaam to Balak. At first, Balak wanted Balaam to announce a curse upon the children of Israel. He was even trying to pay him to do it. I mean, I'm going to give you some money. I want you to say what I, what I want you to say. But Balaam couldn't do it. Instead, he prophesied about the one that was coming. In fact, we even see later on in this passage that Balak gets upset about it. And I love the words that he says here. He says, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. He's talking about how there's a prophetic revelation that he's seeing there in that moment in Numbers. And then we see 
as well that it's it's something that's coming, right? And what is to come? Well, there's the, as he says, a star shall come out of Jacob. He He's speaking of the glory of the one that is to come. You know, oftentimes what they would refer to some in uh, Old Testament times were some of the planets that we'd see as stars, and they would just see them all the time. And so they're just speaking of the glory, the, the shining stars that would shine at night. They're speaking of the glory that is to come. And then he says a scepter rise will rise out of Israel, speaking of the authority that Jesus brings. And so there's this authority that's coming with this one, his glory and his authority. Well, then we see in 2 Samuel chapter 7, uh, Nathan is giving to Daniel, or to David, sorry, the, the covenant promise of God that from his offspring there would always be one to sit upon the throne that God has established. And we can actually see this even later on in the genealogies of Matthew and Luke. Jesus is tied directly to the line of David, and he fulfills this truth as the king that has come and will reign forever. So it's kind of a powerful picture when you stop and you, you think about that. And then in Revelation 22, here's Jesus Christ himself. He is speaking of the ultimate fulfillment of who he is and the recognition of who he is as the one that has been promised to come. And Jesus says of, of himself, I'm the root and the offspring of David. Now, it's kind of interesting when you stop and you think about that, being the root and the offspring. You know, oftentimes we we think of you know somebody being just one of those. Yet Jesus is showing himself is that, yeah, he's the root, meaning that he existed before David came along. And as the offspring means that he is the completion of the prophecy that's given. <clears throat> then he says of himself, I'm the bright and morning star. Once again, we have this connection now pointing all the way back again to the prophecy of Balaam. As Jesus is affirmed of his coming and fulfillment, before David was even born. I mean, this is this is coming back to times before David even arrived on the scene. Now, you may ask this question, all right, Joseph, what does this mean for my life today as I'm going through Advent? Well, first, let me ask you, when you look at Jesus, who do you see? You know, we can often so much focus on the Jesus that we want to see, right? We want it to fit in our perfect little box, right? We want Jesus to be the one that's going to meet just my needs today and even my wants, right? We put Jesus in the box of provider only. We, we start to kind of call him you know, he's just my Jesus. He's just my Jesus. And and while we need to recognize, yes, there's that amazing intimacy, right? Jesus, he he calls us friends, right? We have this intimacy with Christ. I think about Zacchaeus, right? Zacchaeus, come down from that tree. Today, I'm going to go to your house. What was he say? Come down from there and draw near to me. 
And while we, we recognize this amazing intimacy that we have with Christ, we, we have to also, we got to look beyond and see the promises that Jesus came to fulfill and the meaning that it has in our lives. You see, when I see Jesus as the one that Balaam referenced, I see him as the one that was prophesied to come. The one that destroys any attempt to control who he is. Once again, he's breaking that barrier, right? If you think about what do they want to do whenever Jesus came on the scene? Well, they wanted him, the Jesus to be the Messiah that was going to be this great Roman ruler and he was going to conquer the Romans, you know, and do a, uh, just kind of go through and, you know, kick tail and take names. But, but Jesus wasn't that. He wasn't meant to be a military ruler. Instead, he was the one that comes as the star. He's the glorious one. He's ever true. He's the one that carries the scepter of authority. He is the king of kings. As, as Jesus told Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. And so I begin then to see Jesus as, as not only the Savior that, that meets my needs, but more than that, along with that as well, he's Savior and Lord. You see, to recognize Jesus as my Savior is to recognize him as the one that saves, the one that provided salvation, the, the only way of salvation, the way, the truth, and the life. Then also, though, so often what we want to do is we want to leave Jesus there without seeing him as Lord. And see, to see Jesus as Lord is to see him that he is in control of my life. He is the one who has all authority. Whatever Jesus says for me to do is what I am to do. You know, we, it's putting off the things of this world and putting on more like Jesus and to put on Jesus more and more is to look like Jesus and to look like Jesus means that I live under the authority of Jesus. I love people the way that Jesus calls me to love. I share the gospel the way that Jesus calls me to share. I relate. I share his word. I learn his word the way that Jesus calls me to do that. I live under his authority in the shadow of his glory. And when I see Jesus then as David sees him, I see him as the promised one that came to fulfill the redemption plan of God to bring all people to himself. I see him as the one that carried the cross that I deserved. I see him as the one that rose again. He's standing conquering over death and sin. He's the conquering king. I see him coming to fulfill his promise to return. But then when I see Jesus as well as the one that he proclaims, you know what I see him as? Alpha and Omega. The one that doesn't just start something, but he is going to see it through. The one that wasn't just born and died, but he arose again. The one that's sitting at the right hand because of the finished work on the cross, and he's making intercession for me and you today. He truly has the listening ear of God our Father. The one that's coming again, and he's going to make all things new in his presence. Friend, he is the one that he proclaims. Friend, let me just encourage you today during this Advent season, see Jesus today 
and behold him. Behold him. Worship him. Take him in. Don't turn away in shame, but behold the light of Jesus Christ in such a way that you are drawn to him. You're willing to cross just like these wise men were to cross deserts, to cross their countries, to go through everything just to bring him worship, praise, and glory that he deserves. Friend, he is the beginning and the end. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the promised one to come and fulfill the redemption plan of God. He's the promised one that stands in authority. He's the promised one that has the glory. Friend, see Jesus today as Savior and Lord in your life. Friends, God bless you. I look forward to connecting with you the next time and as we continue through this Advent season and talk to you soon. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.